Hey everybody, welcome to Money with Mark. This is the podcast all about achieving financial independence. And in this episode, I want to go over my top three stock picks for the remainder of 2020 and uh, more importantly, heading into 2021. And these are my three stock, my three biggest stock picks, and they're very, very strategic. Um, I personally subscribe to just the buy and hold of low-cost index funds, so it's going to be pretty easy for the most part. But my very first stock pick, which is the most important, I think, right now, is cash. Uh, yeah, that's right, cash. Uh, not an actual stock, um, but just actually keeping some cash. So if you are on a plan right now where you make monthly contributions to a retirement account or an investment account of any sort where you do your investing with, my very first pick would be to uh, keep some cash on hand right now because uh, I, when I'm recording this episode, which is in October 27th, 2020, um, there's a lot happening in the markets and it's important to have some cash reserves for if we do have any setbacks um, because there is a big gap in the marketplace right now between the valuation of companies and hitting all-time highs in the stock market and also massive unemployments, potential stimulus checks coming to an end. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, what's the word for um, turbulence kind of, I think it starts with a V. I forget what it is, though. But there's lots of uncertainty. That's the word I'm thinking of. It doesn't start with a V. There's lots of uncertainty that's in the markets right now, and I don't think that's really reflected in a lot of stock prices and just indexes. And so I think it's good to have a lot of cash on hand for if we do experience a decline, then you have that money to uh, go into the market with and basically be able to achieve uh, exponential results from that and the amount of that I would allocate towards it so to give you a rough idea um, for the past like year and a half two years I've been saving uh, saving up most of my money that goes into my retirement accounts as cash instead of investing it and so I think I have about 30% of my quote-unquote investment portfolio that's just being held in cash right now and I'm just waiting for uh, another opportunity. I was debating about buying in the first crash, but just kind of held off. And so uh, I'm just going to continue to hold on to that for the next crash. So uh, whenever that next crash happens, I'll have that uh, sort of cash on hand. I am still buying stocks though. And the stocks that I'm buying are what I also will recommend. Uh, and that would be at the very top of my list, which is VFV. And I usually spend about 50 the roughly 50% of my money in VFV. So that's Victor Frank Victor. And the reason why I like VFV is because it's a low cost, uh, the lowest cost S&P 500 index fund. And that's what Warren Buffett recommends. And that is the ultimate standard that has been put through the test of time that consistently outperforms uh, not just, um, it, it consistently outperforms everyone except for Warren Buffett basically is uh, the gist of it. Um, but yeah, every single other professional mutual fund manager, hedge fund manager, endowment, whoever, whatever organization or company, big banks that try to, uh, to invest successfully throughout the years, no one has been able to do it better than an S&P 500 index fund, which is why I buy most of my shares in VFV. 
Um, I think VFV is actually a Canadian one. I believe the American one is a slightly different ticker. I can't remember off the top of my head though, but um, that's all that you need to know though is that uh, it's the lowest cost S&P 500 index fund. And then the third choice is QQQ. And so QQQ is not as popular, but what QQQ is, is it's kind of the investment world's signal on the, the tech industry. Uh, so what you see with QQQ is you don't get a very high dividend at all. Uh, it's very low. I think it's way less than 1%. Um, but what you do have in QQQ is you have all of the tech companies and tech stocks, all the new tech IPOs, they're all within this, uh, this low-cost fund. So that's why I love QQQ because it can really experience super, super high growth. Uh, and especially with emerging economies like China, um, you can even find a Chinese version, which is called CQQQ. Uh, so you, if you're interested in kind of the Chinese tech industry, that's a great index fund for it. Um, but yeah, the reason why I love QQQ is because they hold all of these big tech companies and the growth is just absolutely insane on it. So this is my quote-unquote more riskier uh, pick, but uh, still I love to see the growth from it, and that's what I hold in my TFSA or a Roth IRA um, or a, a 401 Roth, wait, Roth 401k, uh, which is the funds that do not get taxed when you withdraw. And there's an important reason why I hold QQQ in those funds is because in theory, they're supposed to be getting the most growth, which means if it's in uh, something like a 401k or an RRSP um, or just a regular investment account, you're going to get taxed on those as uh, capital gains. So you can avoid that top, those capital gains costs in your potentially high growth, high risk funds by having those high growth, high risk funds uh, predominantly in your tax advantage accounts that do not get taxed when you withdraw from them. So that are that's my three picks for this year, end of 2020, and going into 2021. Uh, let me know what you want to see as far as uh, what picks you would like. Uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at moneywithmark, uh, or you can reach out to me on TikTok and let me know what uh, your favorite funds are because I'd love to uh, do an episode on them and look at them and uh, give you my opinion on them if you'd like. So that's it for me. This is Mark, and this is my podcast, Money with Mark. Please subscribe and make sure you share it to a friend. And I will see you in the next episode. Peace out.